Matic. Becky, great ball in. Ellen White for Manchester City. this week's episode of MCW Fancast. I'm Emma, thanks for listening. On this week's show, it's uh, great to welcome back Dave from the OSC. Thanks so much for joining me, Dave. How are you doing? Hi, Emma. Yeah, thanks for having us on again. Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. We've just come on to record the podcast. Just before we've uh, started recording, we've found out, obviously, that Jill Scott, uh, the big news coming from the club this evening, that she's uh, gone out on loan to Everton. Obviously, we'll talk about our initial reactions to that. But let's talk about Wednesday night first. Wednesday night, we saw Man City and Chelsea in action in the quarterfinal of the Conti Cup. We were really looking forward to this one. And I kind of feel like the news of Jill Scott's dampened it a little bit. Um, (laughs) A massive head-to-head. And we predicted that it was going to be a really good game. A game that really did live up to the occasion. Well, first and foremost, I mean, you're right. It was a fantastic game, which we said it would be. And it was um, for, for two teams to play that well and produce that quality in, in the conditions they were in as well. First of all, was amazing to watch, um, you know, it, it's torrential rain throughout, even as the game went on, seemed to get even heavier. Yeah. Uh, the quality of the, and the commitment from both teams was fantastic. Um, you know, so as a game of football, yeah, it was brilliant. It was just every part of that game. Chelsea, City, they just matched one another. And mm. I think it took City maybe just a little bit longer to grow into the game. But when they did, they were moving the ball really well. The control that we had, um, possession that we had. And I, I was really impressed by what I saw. You know, um, looking obviously at the team lineup, we were out uh, without a couple of key players again, but we've obviously seen uh, Kira Walsh come back into the squad. Greenwood started as well. There was a lot of standout performances and we've spoke already about Lauren Hemp. I thought Esme Morgan had a really good game. Lauren had a really good game. Chloe Kelly had a fantastic game as well. I mean, every player played their part in that game. And, and like you said, everyone, every single player involved with that match left it out on the pitch that night. And you couldn't have possibly asked for any more from anyone, could we? There were so many positives. You just you just highlighted the main ones, I think, there. The, the, the younger players like Chloe... Lauren Hemp, Esme, they were outstanding. I mean, those were positives to take from that game. That Their performances were un- unbelievable. Um, you're right, everybody gave everything in, in the game. You couldn't have asked for any more as a City fan. When you consider, you know, we, as you say, a couple of players, we're actually out a lot of players. You, 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 the Americans are away on the camp. We've got players out injured uh, and, and isolated and, and whatever, missing for whatever reason. You know, no Caroline, no Demi, uh, no Gemma. Uh, add to that, you know, Kira and Alex coming back in, probably not 100% fit uh, and things like that. So, you know, to, to, for, the, for, that, for, the, for that level of performance over 90 minutes, let's, let's just talk about the 90 minutes first of all. Against the current top side in the league, um, we all know the quality of Chelsea. They've got quality in every position, whoever plays. Uh, so, so, as you say, to match them and, and be so close to beating them, over that 90-minute period was, was was you know, I don't think any City fans, I didn't see any City fans complaining last night about the effort of the team. It was just second to none. To come back into the game, to go ahead as well through Lauren 
um, so late on in the game as well. Did you think at any point that City could potentially hold out? Because I kind of felt still really wary of Chelsea, but I was completely taken by surprise by the goal that came uh, through Charles. Fantastic finish. Unbelievable to come off the bench and to contribute. I mean, for me... It, it really was like a, a bit of an Emma Hayes masterclass, really. Well, we were watching it, obviously, you know, and and, and it got got to 75 minutes and it was one all. And I said, you know, so I said to Jane, you know, if we can just get one chance here now, we could have off a minute at the start and I took it. So if we can get one chance to take it now, you know, make sure we take it. We did. But as you say, you look at the clock then, six minutes, you know that Chelsea are going to push then. And as we've said, quality in every position. Now, Sometimes you have to hold your hands up when someone scores a worldie. You know, you, there's not much you can do. Chelsea seem to save their best goals for against us. Um, you know, they, they, scored, <laughs> they scored some right bangers against us in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, they have. Um, you know, now, obviously, it, it was a great strike, a wonderful goal. You, you face one of them a season, usually. We just had, you know, last night, it was two in one game. So, um yeah, did I feel that we could hold out? Yes, but you know, I was as you as you've just said, also wary because it was six. You know, there was still like six minutes to go from when we scored, and you thought, well, Chelsea are definitely going to push here, which they did. Yeah. But you know, to score a goal like that again, really, it was hard to criticise it as such. You know, from the actual strike because it was such a good strike. I've seen people criticise some of the goals City let in last night, but look at the two goals we scored. I'm sure Chelsea fans are criticising their defence for that. Yeah. You know, you do have to throw into the, the mix last night the conditions that the, the game was played in, which can't have been easy for anyone. Um, so, yeah, it was what it was. But great goals, you know, that won. The, the, the second goal, really, although it was only the equaliser on the night, I think effectively it won them the game because they had the strength for extra time coming off the bench. And that was probably the difference. I, I would probably agree with that. I think, like you said, the, the subs that Chelsea made in the game really did have an impact. And though we obviously made some good substitutes as well, you know, bringing Jess Park in, Becky, mm-hmm. obviously Kira Walsh went off half time. So, um, yeah, that I mean, that was a bit of a surprise. But, you know, obviously, you know, it's a first game back as well. So I, I really can't really criticise the team for, like you said, the effort that it, that they put in on the night. I mean, um, although it is obviously disappointing to go out of the Conti Cup, um, I think we went out to well-deserved winners at the end of the day. Yeah, I can't argue with you there, really. I think, you know, the better team over the 120 minutes there won. You know, if you look at it, if it had been a league game and they'd have still equalised in the last minute to all, you know, we'd have all been so proud of the team to, to have matched that Chelsea team for 90 minutes, which we were. Um, yeah, disappointing. Obviously, always good to lose. But, you know, the, if there's such a thing as a, as, as a good defeat, a glorious defeat, that was it. Because, you know, we did get a lot of positives and plaudits out of the game. And there's a lot of players should be very proud of their performances, you know, starting with the three you mentioned earlier. I mean, some of the comments on Twitter today, uh, Jess, Esme Morgan was immense. Lucy and Hemp also put a solid shift in. Leanne, Morgan was outstanding. She kept hard, harder, quiet for some parts of the game. Our youngsters were incredible. Absolutely outstanding. The future is uh, looks world-class. LS1 hack, Morgan, immense again. Stanway put a shift in and Kelly was great. Fantastic comments. Well, it's interesting, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because um, that's pretty much what came across on, on the OSC social last night. We did the uh, player in the match vote. Uh, Lauren pipped Esme with 1%. It's the closest we've ever had. 
and those two, you know, those two really stood out with, with, with Chloe as well. So, yeah, I mean, Esme, Esme has had a lot of uh, mentions about how well she played and it just shows you how much she's uh, developing as a player. We, we've got to see that because she's so versatile as well, Esme, that she can play anywhere across that back line uh, and it seems to, you know, she slots in and it seems to be uh, getting better and better for her. I mean, like you said, Esme has added so much to a game and that versatility is just something that as a as a player, you, you love to see because it just adds so much depth to to Esme's game and the fact that she is still so young and she's showing how versatile and adaptable she is just makes her just somebody that will only just continue to to grow. And But whatever role she plays, she just looks so consistent. And she's just really impressed. Definitely. I mean, it's priceless for a manager, isn't it? Priceless to have a player that you think, right, I can slot her in anywhere across that back line and she's going to perform consistently. Um, and as you say, for, for for that player to be someone, it's usually an older player that you think of that about. So for that player to be so young and be able to do that and do it, you know, to such a high level. Don't forget last night, she's playing against the, the best team in the country at the moment, the top of the league, you know. So it is, that's, 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 you know, good feather in a cap, that. Uh, and it's great for the team to have a player like that, without a doubt. With this game now, we have to come back and rest and recover and, and look ahead again to Sunday. Attention returns back to the WSL and, and Brighton. City will really be looking to to bounce back from the midweek and get a good result away from home. Yeah, we need to push on in the league. We need, you know, obviously we had the Birmingham game called off before Christmas uh, and the, the West Ham game's been rescheduled for next weekend. So... Um, you know, we need to push on uh, and start getting some points in and, and let's, uh, you know, get up high up the league as we can. Um, you know, we need to aim for at least this top three for Champions League and, you know, maybe above and see how things go. So it starts on Sunday. Brighton's a tough game because, as you know, they gave us a very tough game at home uh, with a nil-nil draw, a very organised team. They were very difficult to break down that day. So I'm expecting more of the same. So, yeah, it's a tough one. Brighton's last five games, four losses, uh, one draw. Uh, last game was against Birmingham and it was a nil-nil. And they're currently ninth in the league on nine points. It's one really that we should be looking to, to pick up the three points. So I think we need to start thinking about winning every game from now on. And take It's an old cliche of take you one game at a time, but do that. Um, starting on Sunday, three points is, is essential, yeah. And you would make us favourites for the game, but, you know, as I say, you know, you've got to prepare properly and and go there with the right attitude, which I'm sure we will. But they're a tough nut to crack sometimes, as, as we found out in the home game. We know, obviously, Lee's there at the moment on loan. Um, she's played a lot, but not really contributed in terms of goal for an attacking player. I doubt she'll fe- feature against City, obviously. She won't be able to play, I wouldn't have thought, against a, a parent club, no. Yeah, so, you know, but... Her time away, you know, obviously we talk about Esme and obviously the impact that she had at Everton and how it improved her game. Hopefully, you know, with somebody like Lee as well, having the opportunity to play more games as well. It's good. To, it's, it's better than playing reserve football, especially this season with reserve football being decimated. So, so um, you know, it'd be good for, to, to, to go and play games in the top league, in the top division um, for the whole season. It's, as you say, it certainly worked to... Uh, Work well for Esme playing at Everton. Uh, it's good, but I mean, there's some good players at Brighton because there's, there's that is it Maya Letizia? She's a good player. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I remember her playing very well, and 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 the goalkeeper is also very good. She had a very good game against us at the academy stadium. Well, so yeah, so I mean, so that they're not, you know, they're not a team that someone looks at and think, oh, they're, they're a flair team or anything like that. But they certainly were well organised, and I'm sure that um, City will be wary of them because of the home game. You know, when we were all obviously expected to to win and win well, and we didn't. But uh, I've got happy memories of Brighton because. Uh, you know, we we won there six 0 once with Georgia scoring hat trick as well. So uh, hopefully, same again. <laughs> yeah, we'd, we'd enjoy that. But a win, a win is the essential thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it it is a, a crucial, you know, sort of end to the month now, especially heading into February. Some big fixtures coming up for City, uh, so it'd be really important to to pick up some momentum as well. Yeah, definitely. FA Cup being postponed for now has given team's chance next weekend to put in some of these rearranged games uh, we're playing West Ham so like you say it is a chance now there's not a gap there so there is a chance to, to just get a little bit of momentum going hopefully get some players back obviously we don't know who's going to be back for Sunday and who's not yet again it's a bit similar to last night we'll have to just wait for the team sheet but um, yeah go. you know you're right momentum could be important especially at this time of the season what are you expecting then from uh, Sunday in terms of pictures? Uh, <laughs> because well, you, so, you were so close with the Chelsea. Oh, I was so honestly, close, oh, so it close like, it. <laughs> when it went when it went two uh, one, I was like, "Come on, Dave!" <laughs> yeah, well, when I said two one in my mind, that's what I was picturing. You know, it being one all and then snatching a late winner sort of thing was that's when I went when I went up for two one. That's the sort of game I was pitching, and I almost got it perfect, which is quite rare for my predictions. I'm sure you'll agree. So Sunday, yeah, I mean, I fancy us to win. Um, so score wise, I'll go for um, I'll go for two nil. Um, maybe not as spectacular as some people would like, but you know, I think the three points is the essential thing on Sunday. Yeah, um, and if you get the three points. Yeah, if, <laughs> if we get the three points, I'll be happy. So, yeah, I'd like a nice solid win. And hopefully, uh, like as you say, you start to build some momentum. Carry on the momentum that started in the league um, against Villa. And I wouldn't, hopefully, last night, the team won't feel, they'll, they'll feel down about going out, but they shouldn't feel down about the performance. Yeah. So, you know, carry that carry that momentum through and, and, and take it to Brighton. Yeah. I mean, one thing I think the Chelsea game did show is um, the character, you know, to come back in a game, a, a game like that, especially, I, I think City fought really well. And I think that uh, it's showing how cohesive the squad is now. I agree with you. Um, almost forced upon them the, the first 11 last night. It wasn't much choice with so many players missing in a way and things like that. So, yeah, the togetherness of the squad certainly shone through. And that's another positive to take from it and uh, take into Sunday. And one more positive from this week is that uh, Aoife Mannion's returned back to training with the squad as well, which is fantastic to see. Hopefully she's not that far away now from returning to the squad. Fantastic to see us back training. Yeah, I noticed the pictures the other day. Everyone was so pleased and tweeting. It was great to see her, which it is. Um, horrible to have to have lost it, you know, a whole year of a career like that to such a bad injury. Um, and she was playing so well at the time, you know, the start of last season, you know, uh, only just arrived at the club, I played a few games and fitted straight in and looked so good um, in the England squad at the time and everything. So terrible to timing for the injury of that magnitude and it's fantastic to see her back. And as you say, she could yet play a very important part in this season for us. Like Aoife Mannion, for me, 
getting Aoife back in the squad would be almost like getting a new player because, like you said, she her game time that she did have, she only featured in a few games before, obviously, picking up the ACL. It was a Champions League match, wasn't it? And, uh, yeah, that was just awful. And then she got a call up to the England squad, like you said, and, and people were like, when's Aoife Mannion going to get called up to the England yeah. squad? And then it finally happens. It was just devastating, wasn't it? But... It's so it shows you how well she was playing, you see. It shows you the form she was in to get that call up. And very experienced player. I mean, she's been around a long time in Birmingham and played in this, this division for a long time. So let's not forget that. You know, she's she's got the experience as well. So, And it was, like you say, the timing was devastating for her and she's worked so hard to get back. I'm, playing, I'm so pleased to see that. Yeah, I mean, she's a great player to have around the squad anyway just because of her personality. And I mean, she has a fantastic relationship with uh, Janine Becky, who yeah. Hal shares with, um, and it's nice to see that. But I think, you know, her recovery, she's documented it so well on her social media. You almost kind of feel like you've been with her kind of a little bit on that journey. And, and Aoife Mannion is such a well-loved player. So I think not just City fans, but I think Birmingham fans as well and maybe fans from other clubs as well will really welcome her return back to the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Birmingham fans, you know, it's, it's obvious how much she means to them as well. Um, yeah, she, like you say, the, docu- the way she's documented the recovery slowly but surely throughout the year and everything is fantastic. Um, she she did us a, a lovely video just before Christmas to, to, to uh, congratulate the OSC on its fifth anniversary and, and thanked us in that and thanked the fans in that for, um, you know, the goodwill that she received during the recovery as well. So, uh, you know, like you say, she's a fantastic attitude and, you know, a great player and it's great to see her back. Right then, we've got to talk about Jill then. <laughs> I just don't, I, 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 I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to honestly just get my head around it. It's still so very raw, but obviously announced this evening by the club that Jill Scott will go on loan to Everton for the rest of the season. Um, Dave, what's your reaction to the latest news coming from the club? I think first, first and foremost, none of us saw that coming. Um, that, that sort of come out of the blue. I think we could all safely say that. Uh, so it's quite a shock, as you say, because we're recording now not long after the news has broke. So uh, we're still getting our heads around it ourselves. And there might be more info come out on maybe from Jill herself and from the clubs over the next few days or so. But uh, from people who are more in the know than, than maybe I am, you know, on, on social media, it seems to be that the plan seems to be that Jill wants to play more, more, more playing time. Um, maybe put herself forward or getting into the Team GB squad um, and feels just, you know, that, that Everton can offer her that for the rest of the season before returning to City to continue the role, you know, the player-coach role that she took on last summer. Now, you know, that seems to be the um, the thoughts of people on social media. So, but you know, it is a shock to us because obviously uh, she's been playing recently and last couple of games played last night and uh, we didn't see that one coming. No, I mean... Gareth Taylor was quoted as saying that fully supportive of Jill's decision to go out on loan. So it, it does seem like it's a decision that's been made by Jill and not necessarily the club. She's obviously speaking highly of her saying she's an important figure at Manchester City, but we understand her desire to play on a more regular basis this year. And we wish her well in that quest. I, I kind of feel like I've never realised this before, but I'd, I've never felt like I've been so emotionally attached to a player. But with Jill Scott, for everything that she's done for the club, for her commitment to the women's game and, and everything in between, I just I just actually feel really genuinely gutted. Um, 
I totally respect the decision and the reason behind it. I mean, minutes have been limited for Jill this season and she's still got so much left to give as a player. And Everton is a club that she's not too unfamiliar with, having spent seven, I think it was about seven years uh, prior to signing for City. Uh, And it will hugely bolster the squad for Everton in terms of quality and, and the wealth of experience that she can bring. Definitely. Well, first of all, from Everton's point of view, it's a great signing because she's a great player. Um, you know, put her in that midfield now, you know, with Izzy and, the, and people like Lucy Gray and they've got Everton are a good side anyway. Yeah. Uh, so they've just got better. I'm with you. I'm good to you because Jill, Jill was the, I think I'm right in saying Jill was the first player we signed well, as, we, as we turned professional. So she's been there right from the very start. Um, you know, I think she was signed late 2013 and then the announcement, the club announced their professionalism ready for the 2014 season. She's been there right from the very start, um, a stalwart and, and, and been involved in everything we've done. So to not have her there seems a bit odd. It's almost like, you know, you, you, you've lost a friend sort of thing. I mean, it is only a low move. Let's make that clear. Um, so, you know, hopefully she'll be back and continue the role that she's, uh, she's took on in the summer. But yeah, I, I could, I'm with you. Emma, there is a shock because uh, we're going to miss her because we're, we're so used to her being. Even when she's not played, she's you know still a big part of the squad because she's the player coach and she's still been around match days. You still see her even when we've been watching games on the telly. She's always there, isn't she? So you know, obviously, she's a, a face that we're so used to seeing. Yeah, massively. Uh, Willie Kirk said that it may only be a loan deal until the end of the season, but I feel that she can have a long-term impact on the journey that we're currently on. Again, just showing that intent that we've seen from Everton and, and raising their game. Definitely. We know Everton are a good side anyway. They've definitely improved Everton. We've spoke about this before, how much better Everton have been, say, this season. You know, and you can see the growth of that team under Willie Kirk. Um, good players that they've got and signed. Uh, and Jill is now one of Jill's. Why would you not sign Jill Scott if the opportunity is there? to take Jill Scott for the rest of this season on loan, you know, you're going to take it, aren't you? Because she's a quality player. We've seen that in the last few games when she's played. She's still, as you just said before, a very, very good player with a lot to offer any team. Um, so from a, pl- a purely player point of view, I, I'm i with you. We respect a decision, but I wish she'd stayed with us because I, you know, I wanted to play for, for our team. Um, but we respect the decision and, uh, it's Everton's game because they're getting a fantastic player. Yeah. I mean, she was an absolute tank against Chelsea last night. She was. She was. And, you know, she's played well whenever she stepped in this season. Obviously, you know, the midfield's been a highly competitive area for our team this season with so many people playing so well. Um, But you would include Jill in that, that, you know, in that uh, section because she's played well whenever she's come in, as she always has. I mean, Jill Scott has never... You know, you can. Uh, you think back, like, how many bad games can you think of Jill Scott? There's not many, is there? No. In, in all the years we've been in, I can't think of any, you know. So, no. you know, it's, it's one of those things. But you have to respect the decision of the player. Um, and hopefully she will come back and continue the, the plan to become player coach and, and, and carry on doing what she's been doing so well. I mean, as to be expected, there's been a bit of an outpouring on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Esme Morgan tweeted, look after her. I mean, I practically had tears in my eyes. <laughs> oh, at least Esme knows everything that Everton are about. And that's how good it's done her, doesn't it? So. Obviously, we wish her all the best at Everton. Um, and we yeah, I, I, I just, I just, it's just absolutely shocked me. It really has. 
I think that's it. And obviously, there's a lot of outpouring of emotion on social media because Jill's a very popular figure. But as you say, it's only just happened in the last couple of hours. So, you know, people are not... Maybe, we, there might be more come out about it. You know, there might be more information released maybe by Everton or by Jill herself maybe at some point. But, you know, more official lines. Like, like I say, some, some, of the, some of the reporters are, are suggesting it is so that she gets more game time and puts herself forward, to, you know, to make that Team GB squad. We shall see. I'm sure. I'm sure they, uh, it'll all come out in the wash. All right, Dave. Well, thank you so much for joining me this week. Um, as always, it's a pleasure to chat to you. It's so weird to be coming on and not. I still miss doing the um, the travel information. And I, stuff know. Like that, I know. I was thinking about that before. <laughs> you know. Oh, I'm I'm Ryan. <laughs> you know, it's been basically a year now since we've been doing away games, and we're, we're all missing them so much that. You know, we'll start it up again when, when when it's safe and we're all back at games. You know, we'll make sure you all know the way to everywhere. But yeah, well, thanks for having us on. As long as you lovely. can find the way to the TV, that's all that matters at the moment. <laughs> Maybe we should do that, shouldn't we? Maybe we should do that. <laughs> yeah, as always, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And we'll catch up soon. Yeah, lovely to chat. Thanks for having us on, Emma. Take care, everybody. <laughs>